Welcome to the Ideas with Impact podcast, where we will dive into the fascinating world of women's health, women in business, women in spirituality, growth, and everything about women. Join us as we explore the stories, challenges, and triumphs of remarkable women from all walks of life. From discussing the latest advancement in women's health to highlighting inspiring female entrepreneurs, this podcast is your go-to resource for all things women-related. So get ready to be informed, empowered, and inspired as we navigate the diverse and ever-evolving landscape of womanhood. So grab your headphones, tune in, and let's embark on this incredible journey together. Welcome to the Ideas with Impact podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Gamrat. Lisa is a transformation maven, a speaker, an international best-selling co-author, and an author of a book called Breath, Sensation, Words. Lisa creates exponential learning environment and she invites you to shift your mindset, transform your relationship, and evolve your world. Lisa's work integrates your heart and head. Her methodology invites new perspectives by utilizing the power of breath, words, and the sensory cues in your body. She works with individuals who feel lost, alone, trapped, and misunderstood. Her program helps those who are stressed out, exhausted, and who find themselves sabotaging the relationship professionally and personally. Lisa has a way of taking people from where they are now to where they are meant to be. Through a journey of self-discovery, she helps individuals understand how their past does not define them, revealing the true essence. As a speaker, Lisa believes in creating engagement with her audience. Her intention create inclusive, experiential conversation where the audience has the potential to shift, transform, and evolve their current perspective. Hello, Lisa. How are you? I'm excellent, Alexandra. So nice to see you again. Thank you. I'm so glad you said yes to my podcast. I'm super excited. Yes. So, um, let's get to it. I'm, again, looking forward to hear everything about your journey and your business. So tell me a bit about yourself and your background. So my background, I've always been in the field of communications. I started off as a communication specialist working in public relations. Then I got into facilitation. And then in 2009, I started coaching. I've been on my own since 2001. So I've been a consultant or an entrepreneur since 2001, incorporating all of those things throughout my career. So the communications, the facilitation, the coaching, it all sort of came together uh, with the coaching. And then within the coaching, I realized about in 20... 17, 2018, uh, because I was working in organizations uh, and with people individually, the whole notion of leader kept coming up. And because my background is communications, words are my superpower. 
and recognizing the vibrations that words hold internally when we speak to ourselves internally and when we speak to ourselves externally and when i when you consider the word words like leadership mm-hmm. there's ev- only ever one captain on a ship so when you think of leadership relationship partnership you know it's like looking at the the pattern of who's leading who's in the lead and that's when i came up with the whole notion of leader self as the invitation for us to lead ourselves differently mm-hmm. and then become the invitation for others and you know using the breath work that i use in my work and helping people to identify the sensory cues in the body that all came together uh within really within the last last few years mm-hmm. that's interesting though right it's like going from this into finding out this kind of niche of really digging in and finding out what really is there for us as human beings, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, you know, as much we get as... Stuck. Like, we get so stuck in our own mindsets that we forget about the other part of, you know, of who we are and how we can go into our own um, business or leadership or anything like that, right? So... Exactly, yeah. exactly. And when that when that happens, when you become internally referenced, and you begin choosing from that place, your life, you know, your life changes. Yeah. So what were the biggest, so when you were switching from communication into your own business, what were your bigger challenges? At the time, I was really lucky. I was fortunate at the time. Um, one of the, one of the government's, uh, government departments, HRSDC at the time was offering um, a self-employment business program and I applied and I got in. And so they kind of mentored you for the first year of business. So I was really fortunate to be able to have experts at my disposal to help me get all my processes in place and, you know, thinking about how to run a business. And then from there, it was just kind of, you know, um, leap. And following my intuition along right. the way. Was well. that still that you were still working for the government or was this something in between like a transition that you went through? Oh, no, this was completely different. This was, oh, I had been working at Nortel and okay. then the whole meltdown happened. And then I decided, wow. oh, let me try this consulting thing. And then I applied for the program, got into oh, the program yes, yes. and I haven't looked back since. Oh, wow. Wow. Congratulations. That's absolutely amazing, right? Wow. Yeah, so it's been over 20 years and I'm still here. So I've got to be yeah. doing something right. That's amazing. So tell me any, if you can share something that's so memorable from your coaching when you switch from working with Nortel to uh, the coaching business, what's your most memorable success story that you're oh. proud of? It's an, it's interesting you say that because you know every client is different and you know the success of them my success is watching them evolve into who they have the potential to become that they didn't even recognize mm-hmm. you know to see them coming home to themselves and each one does that differently and so you know for me the the biggest success is always watching them 
become aware of what's possible for them and that they have choice, that they, that they can dream and their dreams can come true. And then seeing how quickly it happens mm-hmm. in their life. So they're, one day their life is looking like this. And then the next day their life is looking like this. And yeah. that, that to me, it's such an honor to watch people come home to themselves and then have mm-hmm. their lives transform outside of that. Yeah. That's amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How do you, um, how do you stay motivated in your work? What motivates you to hmm. keep going? It's an interesting question. I think there's, there's an inner drive an impulse inside of me to to engage in these types of conversations. So every time I'm in a an, what I call an evolutionary conversation, that motivates me to keep going because every conversation is an invitation for me to discover yes. something about myself uh, and and in that knowing I'm also helping somebody else. Yeah. Right? And so the motivation is because I've had moments, you know, when things were slow or, or whatnot, where I thought, oh, maybe I should go and get a, you know, a J-O-B. And, yep. and every time I think about doing something like that, my whole body just it's a huge no. Like, I know that that would be the thing that kills me. Yes. And, and so I pay attention to my sensory cues, to my yeah. body. How my body you just, I think, nailed it. You just you just nailed that nail on the head because I think again it's going back into us not being aligned or us not listening to our intuition, to ourselves that this is what we need to do, right? A- absolutely. And yeah. you know, I also have a really good community that surrounds me. You know, I have a re- I have really good friends and mentors who, you know, when I'm veering off track that I can talk to or that will say to me, hey, Lisa, you know, you said you wanted to go right and you're going left kind of thing. Yeah. So having a really good community and support system has been so important for me. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So I heard that you have a beautiful book. Um, that people can actually uh, purchase on Amazon. Absolutely. And I happen to have a copy right here. This is it. It's called Breath, Sensations, Words. I published it last January. So it's coming up on a year that it's been published. And yeah, it was... that was quite the experience. Uh, to... Can you tell me about the book and how did you go about writing it? What inspired you to write the book? Yeah, of course. So for many years, people had been saying to me, oh, Lisa, when are you going to write a book? When are you going to write a book? And and I kept saying, what am I going to write about? <laughs> I, don't have anything to, I don't have anything to say, right? What can yeah. I possibly have to say? And then about two years ago, a friend of mine, um, who's been a great supporter and he's become my team coordinator said to me, Hey Lisa, you know, I want to help you. And he basically took over sort of my social media. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, cause he's like, there's the book, the book is ready to be written. And actually, let me back up a little bit. I had written a chapter in a book through a program that I was in and the okay. cha- in writing the chapter, I realized, Oh, like I did that. That was kind of easy. And then the thought occurred to me going, maybe I, maybe I can write a book. 
if I could write this chapter. And that kind of got the ball rolling. And then he came on board, uh, took over my social, which gave me the time because I really needed anywhere from two to six to seven to eight hours a day to write. And it took me almost a year to, you know, plan out the book and then write the book and get it edited and all of that. So it was a, it was a year long process for me to get all those thoughts together, to come together in the writing of the book. And it really is a a foundational piece for me uh, to help people understand a little bit about my business and to start them on their own journey so they can use it with any modality. And it's written in a way that they can keep going back to it again and again and again in as part of their own evolutionary process oh that's amazing so where can people um purchase it can they purchase it at the chapters or is it just on amazon it's online on amazon it's i've got global distribution so anywhere anyone from anywhere can pretty much can order it and it's print on demand so they can order one or they can order 10 uh copies and it's print on demand yeah oh that's amazing oh my goodness So what else can you tell me about the book in terms of um, uh, what kind of what kind of um, steps can they take, for example? Just give me one example. Let's say I come in and I want to read the book and I'll be like, okay, what can I learn from this book? So the sorry, the book is broken down into into three sections, words, sensations and uh, sorry, breath, sensations, and words. And Ooh. so the first part of the book is about breath. And it introduces the reader to what I call the four elemental breaths, earth, air, water, and fire. And so it goes into detail about the breaths, uh, how to do the breaths, uh, what, they, what, uh, what they signify in terms of how they help move information. Mm-hmm. And then it moves into sensations. And that's introducing the reader to the sensory cues in the body. So what happens, all these things, we tend to numb ourselves to to what's going on. And so it's an invitation to begin to pay attention to the tingling sensations, feeling hot, feeling cold, uh, muscle spasms, like all these things that happen is information. And then it combines how to use the breath that they read in the first section to begin to notice and begin to have insights. And then the last section is of on words. And it looks at the everyday words that we use that either contract or have a contraction or expansion experience in the body. And so there are the words like try, or, and but. Mm. You know, those are words that we use all the time. We don't even think about it. And yet when you begin to pay attention, when we use the word, say, or, for example, it puts us in a binary state. And there can it can feel constricting because there's only yes. so much I can move when I use the word or. Yeah. And so if you switch out the word or to and, you've now created more space yeah. in your body. Every word has a vibration, right? Yes. And every word vibrates differently inside of each person. And mm-hmm. so the you know, as someone goes through the book there's there are exercises that they can do or reflections at the end of each chapter 
And it's an invitation for people to change the conversation inside themselves so that they can have a different conversation with people in their world outside of themselves. Mm. Yeah. I love the word that you use, invitation. I love it. Yeah, it is. It's it, Nothing is a command performance. Everything is always an invitation. And yeah. in the book, I stress that. You know, when I ask questions in the book or ask people to, res to reflect on something, it's always just an invitation. You know, they yeah. have the, the option to say yes or no. Yeah, and the breath as well, right? Coming together as as one combining. And I remember in my journey too, where I would use certain words that, like you said, they but all the time, but this and this and this, right? So changing that concept of the but word into the end, um, or even removing the if, because I find the if, there was a lot of ifs in my life too. Mm -hmm. And I find it removing that itself, it really changed everything for me personally it does and it, you know it's to become aware and mindful of it right and so when you begin to pay attention to oh i keep repeating these these words and mm -hmm. my life is going in this direction and simply like i said a, a changing one word going from if to something else or taking it out of your vocabulary for a little while it forces you or you know it invites you to make a different choice yeah absolutely i agree absolutely mm -hmm. it's just we have to become aware if we yes. don't then it's not so i think this book would have been amazing for people to when they find these things that they're asking questions you know i think this book would be absolutely amazing for them to to look into and actually really learn these things right absolutely and what you just said it, what you just said there is so cool about, you know, the asking questions. It is about curiosity. Yeah. How curious are you to discover something that you didn't know you didn't know about yourself? Yeah. And That's it's never too late to learn, right? Always never too late to learn. Absolutely. You know, we, we don't realize how much we live our life in habit. Yeah. And just by changing or shifting one thing, you realize, oh, my God, my goodness, you know, there's there's another potential that I didn't oh, even yeah. know was there. Oh, I absolutely agree with you. With my phone, for example, what I do, you know, how you organize and your eye on the trip, you have iPhone or not, but I organize everything into these um, uh, like shelvings, but I switch them around on my phone. So that way I don't automatically know where they are so like once a month I go in and I just switch them around all over the place so that way my brain is like oh it's not here it's moved so it's like constantly moving right. around you know right and you know and yeah. that keeps you alert right yeah. so take that concept and now yeah. bring it into you know other parts of your life like you say yeah. you know the words that we use or pay attention to the routines that we do every day when you get up yeah. in the morning you know switch things around in terms of what you do in the morning like all of these things helps us to break out of those deeply entrenched patterns that yeah. we create for ourselves yeah because it's so easy to fall into that and i think in the past Looking again at myself, I know that I was one of those people. You know, you get up in the morning, you deal with the kids, you get them to school. And it was just a, 
constant same thing, same thing, same routine. Uh, so yeah, so I can relate to that for sure. Right. You know, so yeah, you know, how do I keep my life um, moving in a way that keeps me, keeps it vibrant and keeps it, you know, keeps it, keeps it moving as opposed to sort of standing still. I think when we get bored with our life and we get bored, when we, when we become uh, disgruntled with our life, it's often because we're stuck in a rut because we're doing the same thing all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's amazing to, uh, to uh, have your mind change or actually it's that curiosity. I think you always say that being curious is it's the, uh, I don't want to say goal, but it's, it's something that, you know, it's like that spark. Well, I'm curious. Let's, let's look at that, you know? Right. It's, it's the gateway. Mm -hmm. Curiosity is a gateway to something different. And when you have the same conversations all the time and you hear the same things all the time, you know, the invitation to get curious about, oh, well, what if we didn't have the conversation this way this time? What if I engage this conversation differently to see what Mm -hmm. will happen? Right. And it's, it's, it's that going into the unknown as much as we, we hate change. Change is absolutely necessary for us to evolve. So how would you motivate someone? Let's say you have a client and someone is not really motivated, but they're like, oh, I want to try this because I kind of feel like I need to change, but I don't know. How would you motivate that person? Well, you see, and this is, this is the beautiful thing about the work that I do. Um, it's, it's not my job to motivate anybody. Uh, it is around awakening that curiosity inside of them. Mm-hmm. I find that the people that, that are attracted to work with me have reached a point in their life where they want to change, where it, it's something they know they need to do something. They tried other things and nothing has worked and they come to me and because what I what I'm basically doing is rewire helping them to rewire themselves. And so it starts with them discovering the 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 undercurrent the undercurrents driving our behavior. And so I developed a model where you get to discover, you know, whether you're in your body, so you know, you dis- we disembody, we leave whether you're in your head all the time, which I call cerebral and aware. So there are these three states that we cycle through all the time. And to become aware of when I'm in a conversation, am I in here? Am I in my head? Or am I aware of something and I just don't know how to shift it? And so helping them to get to that aligned state and, and that involves breath. And it involves becoming aware of what's going on in the body. And so the motivation comes from their impulse to change their life. That's what's important. Wow, that's beautiful, man. Love it. <laughs> I, it's always trying, you know, for me, it's uh, when I went through my stage, you know, I... I was in my head. I know I was. And I think a lot of us are in our heads. But going through this process, like you said, the breath work, the connection, uh, the words that we say, it it changes your path completely. And I am so grateful for this, you know, that I am open to the possibilities that are out there. 
having yes. this conversation, beautiful conversations like I'm having with you right now. Um, it's absolutely so um, valuable for me. Absolutely. You know, I, I know that every single person that comes into my world is an aspect of me. And I had a very, I have a very strong intellect. And our intellects are our defenders and protectors, as well as our punishers. Right. And so, you know, it rises to the occasion to defend and protect, but then it also, from our internal conversations, will, will punish us. In, in how we speak to ourselves. And so the process of becoming aware of that and the process of knowing I am not my thoughts, my thoughts are just my thoughts and I have the power to shift my thoughts, which then yeah. changes my life. Right? right. And so it really is, it's a beautiful journey. And, you know, throughout my, my coaching career, um, and my own personal experiences that has fueled, you know, sort of the next people that come into my world. And so in 2024, I'm actually going to be focusing on working with women and couples who are going through their second or more IVF process, mm -hmm. because that's something that I've been through. And I know how hard that can be on someone, a woman going through it. And then as a couple, going through that process multiple times and so yeah, yeah. You know, I use my own life experience to be able to help others through their life experiences oh that's amazing you're right there's a lot of couples out there um who are having a hard time so uh yeah can you share a little bit more about the um the project for uh, that you're creating for 2024 yeah, you know, so I'm I'm developing a pilot uh, that I'll be putting out in 2024 where I'm looking for anywhere between, you know, three to eight women and or couples that are that are willing to work with me for four to six months as they're going through the process so that we can look at their patterns uh, of behavior. We can look at how they're speaking to themselves. We can look at what's going on with the women with their bodies, right? Mm -hmm. So I, it's like when I was going through the process, it was a very insular process. I didn't share it with anyone. And there are, there are a lot of groups out there, like, you know, there are lots of Facebook support groups and things like that for, 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 for people. And I found that I didn't find one that was uh, a guided, facilitated process, mm -hmm. you know, that helps the women and helps their partners to understand what's going on, why they're thinking what they're thinking, why they're not sharing what they're, what they're sharing or not sharing with each other so that that bond that they have can sustain the process, mm -hmm. right? Without sacrificing without having them having to sacrifice any part of themselves. And so, yeah, so it's a, it's a four to six month process okay. where we would meet individually and as part of the group so that they can move through it in a way where they don't lose themselves to the process because it's mm. so easy to get lost yeah. in that process. Yes. 
it's hard to write on it. It depends on the individual. It's a, it's more of an emotional part of it. I know someone who uh, is trying second time going through the IV um, process, and actually they're going today. They're 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 heading out to Montreal uh, because there's only one clinic in Montreal. I guess that people have to go right from around here. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, they're trying it. For yeah, the third time. you know, and and again, you know, we don't. We tend to not talk about it. And so keeping all yeah. of that inside of you, um, it takes a toll yeah. on the process. And so that's what I'm, I really want to help those women and couples know that there is a different way that they can move through it. And I've actually worked with two couples, um, friends of mine who went through it and asked if I would you know, sort of coach them through it. And there was, you know, it was amazing. It was amazing where they landed at the end, you know, both oh, of them were wow. able to get pregnant and um, yeah, you know, and, and stayed in that really well connected space with each other. Wow. That is absolutely amazing. I think a lot of women do need that support. And um, I think we're going through that stage. Um, in, on this earth where everything used to be hush hush and you keep it to yourself and you don't share with people. I think now coming out and letting go of those emotions, it's so important, right? I absolutely, because, you know, especially with this, I mean, it, it, it can apply to a lot of different processes. Mm -hmm. I find because I went through the IVF process, you know, the thinking pattern of my body's betrayed me because it mm -hmm. won't do what I want it to do. So how we think of ourselves as women uh, in that process that I need help to do something that my body is designed to do. That should be done so naturally, right? Right. Uh, so that then plays into our self-worth in that. And then how we, how we feel about ourselves and our, in relationship with our partners to yeah. that. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot that goes on under the surface that sometimes we're not even aware is going on under the surface, which is impacting the process itself. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. That's, uh, that's I think, is going to be a beautiful work that you're going to do because um, there's so many couple out there or women itself that they need that kind of help. So um, this is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And it's happening more and more with even younger couples, right? It's not even to yeah. say it's the older couple, but a lot of younger yeah. women are having issues as well. And so, yeah, I'm hoping that uh, this work will, will be impactful for the yeah. women and couples. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll definitely post a link to that um, uh, down below and in the comments. So uh, yeah. people can reach you if they're interested to definitely um, 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 be connected with that kind of work. So yeah, yeah, for sure. and absolutely. And I find even even if they don't connect with me, connect with somebody, <laughs> right? Because yeah, it's so yeah. important to to talk about it. Yeah, it absolutely. is. It is, and and at the very least, buy my book <laughs> so that then they can. Well, at least it starts right. At least you you plant a seed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So yeah, so for me, it's always about evolution. And it's always about yeah. uh, coming back to ourselves, coming home to ourselves. And, mm -hmm. you know, you asked me earlier, what, what keeps me motivated? And 
this is it, right? These conversations, like what I'm having with you right now, like I, I feel so alive and lit up inside of me, right? Yeah. This is, this is what keeps me going. That's beautiful. Yeah. So moving, moving forward, what are your future goals? Well, it's, it's really fascinating. I tend to live so much now in the present moment. And I know I have to plan because I have to plan my programs and, you know, working with my clients and things like that. My future goal, I'll, actually, I'm, I've been doing a lot of speaking in the last few years. And so one of my future goals is to do more speaking events. And so I'm always looking for opportunities to be on podcasts and to do conferences and, and things like that. Um, so that would be one of the things that I'm, I'm also pursuing and really uh, helping as many people as I can uh, with whatever time I have left, right? So it is running my programs and hopefully in the future being able to do online and then retreats. So having like cohorts in specific areas. So a cohort, say maybe in, in England or Australia mm -hmm. or New Zealand and running something for like three or four months online and then having a physical in-person retreat then yeah. afterwards. So that, those are the things that I'm, I'm, I'm working on for the future. Oh, that's beautiful. And how can people reach you um, and connect with you? Well, the easiest way is through my website, uh, lisajweiss.com. They can just put lisajweiss.com uh, in and they can go to my website and they can find out a little bit more about me and the programs that I offer and the coaching that I offer. And they can also connect with me through there. I'm also on Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook so they can absolutely follow me uh send me dms uh you know begin get to know me you know i've got tons of videos up on youtube and on tiktok on all different kinds of subjects and so if they were if they're looking to have a different perspective on something uh those are the places to go that they can connect with me and and learn more Amazing. I'll definitely have those uh, linked up on the bottom mm -hmm. of our podcast. And uh, yeah, anything else, Lisa, Lisa, you would like to share with us? Uh, you know, I think, you know, as you had mentioned, you know, where the world is now and where we're going and there's there is a lot going on in the world right now. And I think people are really struggling with coping with everything that's going on inside of them as they bear witness to what's going on out in the world and uh coming home to ourselves becoming aware of what our bodies are trying to tell us is so important and you'll notice that there's a lot of organizations now looking at breath work and somatic work and you know and trauma and all of this and it's it's not an either or it's an and and so I really want to encourage people to go and talk to somebody, you know, connect with me uh, or any, or someone where you can have a different conversation where you can learn more about yourself. We've become lost, I think, to ourselves. And this is about uh, coming home so that we can create yeah. a different world. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm amazing thank you lisa so much for your time i appreciate every minute of it and uh have a good day 
Thank you. Thank you so much for the invitation, Alexandra. I really appreciate the conversation. You're welcome.